0: We're seeing South Dade the, in the district duels. And we- yeah,
1: we're going, uh, we're live here now. So, uh, hey, TFWR, we're live with uh, another one of our Florida coaching legends down there in uh, Southwest, right in the middle of Dave County. Uh, and he's got a, uh, he's got a great program that everybody seems to keep secret. Uh, so he's going to talk a little bit about that, but. So, you know, as a wrestler, he spent his years wrestling at um, Southwest, if you don't know that. He was a wrestler there also. Uh, he qualified three times for the state tournament. and He placed twice. Yeah. Um, as a coach, uh, he's had his team in the top four five times, second this year. Uh, he's sure. created 69 state qualifiers, 37 state placers, and nine state champs. So please uh, allow me to welcome Mick Ortega. How are you, Coach Man? Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, talk about this time, and then obviously we know going through the pandemic and everything. And, and talk about how the family is, how your kids are, how your wrestling community is, and what you guys are doing to keep their mind right.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on, Daniel. Is, uh, I've been watching a bunch of your shows. It's a great show. Great thing for our, for our state and and for our for our sport as well. So it's uh it's awesome to be on here.
1: I appreciate it.
0: So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've seen a bunch of your other shows. I saw the 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 armistice on yesterday as well, and, and and we're all pretty much. It seems like we're all on the same uh, platform right now. We're all dealing with the same issues, so uh, we're all in a handicap. You know, uh, kids are are, you know, they're trying to do stuff on their own time, and, and wrestlers are a different breed. So, uh, you know, speaking to the other coaches in my school, the football and, and the baseball coach, they're like. Uh, I'm worried my kids aren't going to be in shape or they're not going to know what to do. Or, and, you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but as a wrestling coach or uh, uh, being a wrestler, uh, you you, kind of feel confident that most of the kids are doing something, you know? So I know my kids are running and lifting and doing stance in motion or, buying uh, home mats and trying to do something on their own time, watching videos, so that's all what, I'm holding. What do, uh,
1: do you recommend more, um, do you recommend kids that need to put on some muscle, maybe they're at that 13, 14, 15 year old age, do you, do you tell them to focus more on weightlifting than the, the stance in motion or or do you tell everybody split it up, uh, uh, do whatever you can do?
0: So. I'm actually a weight training coach and, and I've, I've always <laughs> been, a, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, that's, I, that's been my secret passion Uh, is, is actually just as much as I like wrestling and coaching is is, is weightlifting and, and, and that part of it. So I've always been big on that. I've always been an emphasis on all my teams to lift uh, year round, you know, whether it's the summer or the spring or, you know, even in season, you know, the week of the state tournament, we're lifting weights, Uh, you know, national tournament as well. So I'm always big on, on, Hey, if you guys can grab a bar and some dumbbells uh, if you have a pull up or dip bar at home, make sure you're getting those in. So I always preach that. And then, you know, I'm right now, uh, I know a lot of my parents, I have them on a group chat, like most of the other coaches. And they, they've, they've, they're running out of, they're running out of ideas. So they started buying home mats. You know, they, they're trying to get one-on-ones with each other and, and, and and meeting up at each other's houses and, and doing some of that. It's, it's great to see as a coach that they're antsy and they're getting ready to get out. Yeah, him. I know that
1: with my son, he was, you know, he's at that age where he's got to put on some muscle. So going into the off season, um, obviously, I was really excited to see what what where he would get to after this off season, because he did the, his first ever off season mm-hmm. last year, and it really made a difference. So I was super excited to see what he's doing. But um, he's been doing, you know, outside with the weights and stuff, and he's been doing that since before the season ended. Um, but I know that he got burnt out a couple of weeks ago and, um, uh, he called, uh, his strength and conditioning guy and he's like, Hey, look, take a week off, but don't, don't take a week off doing nothing with the times that you were going to hit the weights and do the pull-ups and do push ups, you know, go outside for an hour and run around with your brother, do cartwheels, play catch with the ball. Um, just do something that kind of lets you be a kid for a week or two, you know, so you can kind of get back yeah. into it so I, I know that <clears throat> that's something too you don't want to completely
0: yeah I mean I, I don't I I don't take a day off so I tell my kids if I don't need to take a day off in, uh, at 32 then you guys yeah. don't need a day off you guys can you guys can go two or three times a day and, and get a workout in and yeah they'll be fine the next day you know
1: yeah and that's why he told them look if you don't want to do weights I understand you kind of but go out and do something whether it's run around yeah. the block whether it's jump on the bicycle um and, um, yeah, so he's been doing kind of that to keep himself together. So uh, I know that uh, something near and dear to your heart is Southwest High School, man. Talk about it. Talk about why it's always behind the curtains, And, uh, and, it, and, and we, don't, uh, we don't get to uh, see you up on the radar. You're on the radar, but it's like that little dot no one talks about.
0: No, nah, I mean uh... – I like it that way to be honest, uh, Daniel, it's, 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 uh, it's a great feeling. I, I feel like we, we can compete with uh, anybody in the state and anybody in the nation. We, we've, we've shown that with our, uh, with a lot of our results. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's how you finish the season. And, 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 you know, obviously we haven't won a state title yet. We've, we've gone close. We've, we've, we finished very high every year. We've had a bunch of state qualifiers and placers and, and state champions pretty much almost every season. Um, but, you know, you're in the shadow of some big dogs and and, and, and uh, you got to respect that. And, and, and obviously when it's our time, it's, it's going to be our time. But right now, you know, we're, we're just, we're doing tough in the shadows and we're doing everything we can. You know, we, we've gone out, we've wrestled the best in the nation, best in the state. We wrestled Lake Island Prep uh, in a duel, uh, you know, a few years ago uh, at their house. We drove all the way up to Orlando just to get a duel up there. Uh, and and you know we, we see teams like South Dade and pretty much every week and every other weekend in, in some type of way in a tournament or a duel as well. So it only
1: makes you better, right? Exactly. <laughs> I know that. Um, I know you mentioned Lake Highland Prep. I know they're going to um, the the um, prep prep uh, circuit. Um, what is that going to do for for Florida wrestling? How is that going to help? Um, put Florida's name on the map, having them now go. I know everybody's traveled you and South Dade and them and Jesuit and, and Lake Gibson and, you know, and so on and so forth, but not at that level, right? Where they're every single day going into yeah. these prep schools, right? So how is that gonna help uh, Florida uh, wrestling by getting those, also they're gonna come here to Florida. So you guys will see them.
0: Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Like, I think you pretty much touch base on everything. Uh, I think it's great for Florida wrestling. I think uh, hopefully all these kids that are leaving to Blair and Wyoming seminar to get that uh, that prep national schedule, they can uh, just stay home at least and, and, and stay in a school at least at, like uh, Lake Island Prep and still represent the state of Florida. And, and vice versa, I'm sure they're going to be pulling in some kids with the weather and, and location they're at to, uh, you know, why would you want to go up north and, 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 and you know, be in snow for – six months out of the year when you can live in beautiful uh, central Florida and still get the same schedule.
1: That's what Connor Beebe said. I said, what made you leave Illinois, the wrestling hotbed there? He's like, are you kidding me? I can coach wrestling and I'm 10 minutes from the beach. You can't, <laughs> you can't beat
0: that. right?" <laughs> and like you touched on, I think it's also great for, for everybody else. You know, you're going to have, you know, as uh, these other teams, we see them in tournaments and, and, and hopefully some duels and, you know, you can knock off one of their top guys. That's going to be great for, for everybody else as well. If those guys are going on and winning prep titles or All-Americans, it's going to be great for everybody. You know, that's what I believe.
1: That's all, and it's good to hear that from <coughs> – excuse me, from the coaching community, you know, because it's like the New England Patriots or the New York Yankees. Everybody wants to hate on them. But when you talk to people like that, the coaches that are in the sport, there's a lot of re- mutual respect there for everybody, you no know, matter oh, – yeah. or- where you are at any level. So um, you've done a great job there at Southwest. So I know that you have a, a, a great, a great, great program. I've heard the name several times, uh, uh, Eagle Empire. So um, talk about how, uh, you know, your culture at Eagle Empire, uh, your system there and, and how it helps the high school and, and bring in kids that are, are ready to go.
0: Yeah, so um, when I first started at Southwest, uh, back in 2010 2011 um you know we had you know two or three state qualifiers uh you know state placers you know a few of them and and it was a culture of working hard uh being tough on the mat and, and wrestling you know anybody anytime anywhere but it just wasn't uh, a team atmosphere it was more of individuals and a few guys buying in so um you know in on my way to to coaching at southwest i was coaching at the local feeder the middle school junior high that fed into southwest for, for those few years and, uh, with me it just it brought in uh the same kind of tradition and, and game plan and blueprint we've been we've been preaching to those three or four kids that were buying into it every year and now we have 10 15 kids doing it every year now we have 25 30 kids training in april may june july you know going to freestyle tournaments going to new york with us we traveled to new york every summer for a a camp and 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 a tournament um and and it just became a like you said the culture changed because more kids started buying in it was more of you know here's the blueprint to winning we had a we had a bunch of guys a few guys in the beginning that that were successful with that blueprint it was like hey do you want to follow these guys you want to win those state titles, you want to go to college, you want to you know, place a national tournament, you got to do what they're doing, there's no secret around it. So, you know, we, we began with, um, with you know, I would say probably that blueprint with all 10, 15 guys. And then um, in, in the off season, we started doing more with the junior high. And then, uh, you know, now every year, uh, we have about, you know, 10, 15 freshmen that when I take them to tournaments, they're placing, and they're our number two that or three, here. you know?
1: Excuse me, sorry about that. Yeah, talk about that because I talked to Coach Dominguez, right? Dominguez Miguel? Yeah. And uh I know he's like head of middle school and, and he's passionate about it. And and talk about how important it is to grow that middle school program throughout the state to help these high schools. And plus, um, you need that youth development. I just had Coach uh uh Charlie on, Charlie Morgan, and he said that. We got to develop our youth. It's the most important thing that we do here. Is develop our youth in Florida and get them damn girls sanctioned. He said, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna be all right. Uh, somebody just posted. Mr. Alfred Sands just posted that Ortega uh, is the most underrated coach, right. uh, most underrated coach and team in the state. Uh, he's always got his team ready every week, and he's not afraid of competition. Alan Hell says. Uh, he's a stud, so you obviously have the mutual respect from your community. Um, but so, so yeah, so tell me, um, I'm, I'm a, so I'm a, I'm, I was born and raised in South Florida, but you know, like what's his name born and raised in the County of Day, right? Who is that? That, that big dude, um, trick daddy. Yeah. I remember him. I remember Luke on fifth street, just jumping off the steps and having fun. That was a long time ago. I think that was 93, 94. But, um there's a lot of competitive clubs in South Florida, from you know all the way from South Dade up to Broward County and everywhere else. So I'm a kid that's in the middle of the state in the middle of the county there and and I'm looking for a club to go to on the off season. Uh, why do I choose Coach Ortega and Eagle Empire?
0: I mean I, I don't think you can uh you can go wrong uh, with with the clubs you mentioned. I just think it's it's about um. You know, who do you want your kids to be surrounded by? You know, I think we, it's always about more than just wrestling. You know, my, my wrestlers will graduate and I still have a great relationship with them, you know, five, six years later, whether they wrestle in college or not, you know, they're, they're going on, they're, they're becoming firefighters. And, you know, we just had one that, that wrestled at NYU for four years. Now he just got into med school and guys are, are, are doing stuff that it's it's bigger than the sport, that the platform that we laid out with them, uh, while they were with us the short time, four or five years, six years that they were in our, in our youth club and, and all the way to the time they graduate, they instill that, uh, those great habits in, in other areas of their life. So it's more than just wrestling with us. It's, it's like I, it's, it says on my shirt, it's, it's a brotherhood, it's a family. You know? um, it, everywhere you go, these, these kids, they're, they're with each other in tournaments, traveling around but then I'm seeing pictures on the weekends and and they're going jet skiing with each other. They're staying over each other's houses. They're playing video games till three, four in the morning. Uh, You know, it's a family at Southwest and at a U. Empire. I think, you know, I'm sure in a lot of other clubs and teams, it's like that, but these guys, they truly love uh, to be around each other and see each other succeed, you know?
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I can see my arms are almost as big as yours. My 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 Miami Hurricane.
0: There you go. That's, that's, <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's all about the you, you right? Yeah. Hey, so um, talk about the growth of Florida wrestling in the last 20 years. Um, you've obviously been involved since, since you were a kid. Um, you wrestled from 03 to 06. We're in 21 almost, so uh, damn near 20 years, right? So talk about what you've seen and how you've seen the, the sport grow in the state of Florida and how, how competitive we've become and, and how competitive can we be?
0: That's, that's, a, that's a great uh, question, Daniel. I've actually had a lot of uh, experience with that at, at my young age. I think when I, when I started wrestling, was in, in middle school, and junior high, sixth grade. I was like every typical Miami kid. I grew up playing football and baseball since I was about three or four years old. And, and I didn't know the sport of wrestling uh, unless it was the WWF on, on TV. And, uh, you know, you, you have an older teammate uh, in football. I had an older teammate that, that wrestled in junior high. And, uh, you know, I decided to give it a try. And like Coach Dominguez had talked about, that junior high program that, that we have down here in Dade County, it's a huge plus. You know, that's where most of my kids still come from. We just started our youth club at the Eagle Empire meeting you know, kids in the elementary level, but most of our success have, has, has been through our middle school program. Our, our two middle school feeders have been top four or five in, in the county consistently. And it's just, we've carried that on to the to the high school level. So those kids getting that little taste in junior high helps, uh, helps us in, in high school, but what has grown um, in the state of Florida is the youth clubs, like like you said. You know, now before it was if you wrestled two or three years in junior high, you had the upper hand. You, you somehow made it to the podium by at least your sophomore junior year. Now we're having kids win state titles in, in junior high, eighth, ninth grade. And it was because they were running through that, that youth circuit, you know, going and traveling year round. Um, and now they're having parents that wrestle too. You know, I wanted to point that out. We, we travel to New Jersey and New York every summer. Like I pointed out, we travel and we train with the Scorpions in New Jersey uh, and Apex as well. And one thing I always tell people is, um, you know, I'm looking at the practice facilities and, and you know, you have grandma dropping, dropping Johnny off at practice and she's staying to watch and yelling technique. And she married a wrestler and her dad was a wrestler and Johnny's dad was a wrestler. And these are talking about third or fourth generation wrestlers. Uh,
1: yeah, I had um, I had Dubuque on yesterday, uh, the assistant up at Princeton, and uh, and I asked him about it. You know, his daughter's trying to wrestle. He's like, she doesn't need me. Her mom wrestled, so she watches her mom on the mat. Her mom's out there coaching. So yeah, and he's a Jersey guy, so I know exactly. And that's that's been the common theme, Coach Ortega. When I talk to people, they say. Uh, If you took our top three of every weight class, maybe even our top five, and you took them anywhere in the country, they could compete. Um, But the generational gap that we've missed just because they're starting to come now. You know, guys uh, your age are are starting to have children that were coaches, and those kids are starting to come up, and we're starting to see that. You know, you go to, like, Jersey and Pennsylvania and Ohio and Illinois and California, they tell me. I don't know this, but from what what they tell me is you get, like you said, you got four, five, six great grandpa wrestled, great grandma wrestled, grandpa wrestled, like you just have several, it's, you're born to do it.
0: I look at my roster every year and I, and I, and I, always, I always point out to the coaches, you know, um, we always maybe have one or two guys that their parents wrestled, so meaning they're second generation wrestlers. And those are all usually the better guys on the team. You know, if their parents wrestled, whether they were any good or not, uh, but they, they knew the the, the the background of the sport, they knew to start them early and stuff like that. Those are usually the better guys on, on a lot of these successful teams, guys that, um, that their parents or they had an uncle that wrestled. So uh, right now, you know, I'm always pulling in one or two guys every year that their parents wrestled. But, you know, soon enough, you get a roster of eight, nine, ten guys that, you know, their second, third generation wrestlers, those guys are going to be at an advantage, you know?
1: Yeah, so um, Shane McCall up in North Tampa, he said, man, I, he goes, I'm in the North Tampa area and I keep hearing phenomenal things about Southwest. They have a great group of up-and-comers in that room. Um, Marlon Telez, a uh, very passionate and super organized coach. Uh, Alfred Sands, uh Nick's brother is the pitching coach at the U. Go Kings. All right. Baby. Uh, John Mohina, very few, if any, Florida clubs can bring in a clinician like NCAA national champ Nick Suriano into their wrestling camp. Does that mean you've had Suriano down there?
0: Yeah, we've had Suriano the last two, uh, two years. Like I said, uh, you know, we always like to, we, we do the Disney duels every summer. And then um the last six years we've we've ended our summer with a little trip to New York and New Jersey. And we, you know, we see guys like we go, we go to the Rochester area and uh we have the campus full of Cornell clinicians. We saw Yanni, we saw Gabe Dean, Max Dean. Uh and then, you know, when we go to Jersey, we ended up seeing Suriano a few years back and and you know. These guys are just like everybody else. You see them on TV, you see them on magazines, and and their face on posters. But they're not like anybody else. You see them, and they're willing to give you their number. They're willing to come down and 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 you know, Nick Serrano's pretty easy, man. You just tell them there's a beach, there's a pull-up bar, there's some Cuban coffee, <laughs> and uh, he 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 was a uh, he he was a go. Was it a doesn't
1: go. it doesn't get better than than Cuban coffee from Miami. I know we have a. Up here in Orlando, there's a place called Black Bean Deli and there. It's a Cuban family, so you can get some of that uh, that good colada, right? But it's not like when we were kids and we'd go down to like Cayocho and you'd walk up to one of those windows on the street and they'd give you... Man, I remember for like three bucks, you got French fries and eggs and big loaves of bread, butter, and then shot cups of coffee. It was... Uh,
0: you show up at our Oh, and and there's gonna be Cuban coffee. You know that's that's part of the routine. You know the parents are watching and they're drinking Cuban coffee.
1: <laughs> it's awesome, man. That's so cool. Um, so I know that um, obviously something right now that is um, obviously close to everybody's heart and everybody's pushing for it in the coaching world is is getting the girls out on the mat. Not 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 on the mat so much. They're there. They're on the mat. They're with you. But it's really difficult to. Uh, to get to the next level, it's got to be sanctioned to where schools can really get these girls in the rooms and in, in bigger volumes. Um, so I know they're fighting for that. And what will the what will that effect have on on Florida wrestling and the growth of Florida wrestling?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know the the, the whole politics. And that's probably one of the reasons. Uh, uh, you Know one of the reasons our names isn't as big as I'm not I'm not into the whole FHS double and USA wrestling thing. I'm I'm always out of that scene, so I don't know what's going on, but I think it's it's extremely important. I think it's it's a given that uh you have boys baseball, you have girls softball. You know, we've had football for decades, now they have girls sanctioned flag football uh, so forth, volleyball uh, basketball that stuff so you know i mean obviously we've had wrestling for you know centuries it, it's it's you know it's about time to just add girls wrestling i think someone you need to talk to is our is uh to get on the show is our club coach coach desmore he's um he runs our nightclub for the youth he's also big into uh the girls wrestling game he trains with some of the top girls in the state. Everyone.
1: Yeah, let's do it. send them my link. Tell them to sign up, man. I'm I'm down. I'll, I'll send it to you when I when we get done. I'll send it to you again. Yeah, man, I I got to tell you down in Miami, them Cuban girls are the toughest freaking girls I've ever been around in my life. So, uh, you get you get a room full of them, man. You're going to you're going to compete. I don't care where.
0: Yeah, I mean. Yeah, especially not... when
1: I'm married to a Hispanic girl, so I get it. Uh... I'm my like, man, she whooped my ass.
0: Good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I pray I'm like, how would I do that? And but you know, growing up in Miami, I didn't have a choice, right? That's the culture I I, I grew up I'm a gringo, but when I first met her, I was like, I speak Spanish. I'm <speaking> from <Spanish> she's like, What the hell is that? I'm like, that's, that's Miami. I don't know what to tell you. And, she had to work oh. with me a little bit, but
0: <laughs> we're, we're, we're in our own, cu- we're in our own yeah. country. We're in our own yeah. state
1: down here. <laughs> it was fun, man. Hey, so um uh, what was I going to ask you? I'm trying to, I got stuff written down here. Did I miss anything that you wanted to talk about? Can no, uh, you, you yeah, keep going? Oh, no, go ahead. I, there's a delay, so sometimes I talk over people. But what are you going to
0: do? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, I think you touched uh, on a lot of great topics. Um, you know, the, the growth of our club. But uh, Southwest has always had also a, a rich tradition. You know, um, uh, you know, Coach Husk, I'm, I know you're getting him on, I think, later in the week. He started off in the 70s at Southwest. Uh, you know, we had Coach Pellegrini in the 80s. Uh, and he, he, he threw out some great, um, you know, wrestlers. I think they were, you know, top two or three in the state, just like Coach Husk was in the 70s. Uh, and then, you know, Husk at that time, he actually – this year in the district tournament, we, we hosted it at Southwest. He brought back three former state champs. Two of them had played uh, football at UM back in the, in the late 70s. And then, uh, you know, Coach Palegri that's now at Pace, he he coached my coach, Coach Joel Mendez, who was a big uh, part of the growth of our our team. You know, Victor Bowman. Uh, well, yeah, yeah,
1: didn't South he West. win? Didn't he win nine state championships while he was there? Who? Husk.
0: No, at South he won at South Ridge.
1: South Ridge, okay.
0: This was a uh, he was. Yeah, so he he was at Southwest early on in his career. I think he was on, I think he was at ABC uh, first, and then I think Southwest might have been his second stop. I'm not sure. Yeah, he uh, was
1: at Curly when Curly was all boys, and it was over there. I don't know if it's still off of Biscayne Boulevard there, but my my father and my uncle both went to Curly High uh, back when it was an all boys program. My dad played football there, and I think Uh, that's where Husk was originally. When he first came in, he was like 21 or 22, and then, he took over the wrestling program, and my uncle was in the wrestling room. So my uncle so, tells me about him.
0: Yeah, so we've yet to win a state title as a team in, in, in wrestling. We, he, You know, Coach Hoss took second in 1972. Uh, we've taken a few third and fourths, uh, including, I think, 1989 with Coach, coach uh, Mendez and stayed on that team. Uh, my sophomore year, we took third as well in 2004. Uh, back in the, in the old veto run days uh, when you had J.D. Robbins here a, a couple of days ago. And then, uh, you know, a few years ago, we've taken fourth and third. We've been flirting with our runner-up spot. We've we just been, you know, maybe a match away. And then I think this year we was just, uh, you know, we were right there. Fleming Island was on our tail uh, up to our last match, you know, and, and it was it was cool to to come home with a trophy for the first time in, since 1972.
1: So well, yeah, you guys were the runner-up, right? Yeah. And who was first?
0: South Day.
1: Ah, so that's that's your division. But it was it was same um,
0: same, same district, you know. It, oh,
1: it's, but it was close because I remember being in the gym, and the big talk was, "Man, Southwest is creeping. Southwest is creeping." And then uh, South Day just well, not, kind of took it from well, there.
0: Not, not not that close. One of the, the doors. <laughs> One of the duels this year was, was pretty close, but not in the, the state tournament. They ran away with that. You know, we're we're still we're still in the hunt to uh, to make a, a name for ourselves there. But we we've got it. We've had some close duels the last two years. You know,
1: who's um who's Des M?
0: That's Coach Des is the one I I, I was telling you. He's a big advocate for for. <clears throat> um, girls wrestling in the state of Florida. He's oh, have him definitely. come on
1: because somebody just posted his videos have been great.
0: Yeah. And he's our Stop. top coach at night. He's uh he's the one with our youngins. I I I'm with the high school uh, along with uh coach uh Dennis Rabault and and uh coach Martinez Danny Martinez's dad we focus on the high school guys and coach des is, is you know, so Danny's coming around. on and- Danny's,
1: Danny's coming on he signed up I forget what day but I saw him. He signed up. I, I'd love to get all those state champion kids from this year. I know I've, I've gotten a few of them, but so I'd Alfred to Dan, him. yeah, I love
0: getting Danny to talk.
1: Oh, hopefully, he's, but he's, a,
0: he's a he's a he's a perfect silent leader. Straight A's. You know, <laughs> he's the hardest working kid in the room. Never gets in trouble, uh, but he won't say a word. You know, hey he Alfred, you might <clears he throat> might, might fact the joke. But- Alfred Sands
1: is making a huge prediction on here.
0: <laughs>
1: he's saying Southwest will win the 3A state championship this coming season. Oh. Bank on it is what he's saying. Uh oh, no, Uh-oh, I, I wonder what duck, what Duck is doing right now watching this. Okay. <laughs> I, wouldn't, hey. I wouldn't
0: do that. <laughs> hey, so
1: yeah, but that's good, man. It's so good to talk to you and and. Uh, and meet you. let me, um, I'm, I'm supposed to have Cater on next over at Gibbons. Um, it looks like he just said, sent me something that he's going into a meeting right now. So I guess whenever he gets out, we'll, we'll try and get him on. Um, but let's get the 10 questions. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you're down by three going into the third period. You have choice. Are you up, down, or neutral?
0: Uh, you got to go bottom. I, you want to be a state champ, you got to go bottom. That's what I tell the guys.
1: <laughs> do you prefer folk or free
0: i'm a folk style guy but you know i understand the importance of, of freestyle and greco as well yes
1: do you prefer headgear or no headgear
0: No, i'm a no headgear guy but in high school i understand that uh you know that it, it has to be sanctioned but i don't understand why college wrestling needs to have headgear that, that's you know that's a no okay. deal.
1: so um Shane McCall says, I can't wait to see uh, Telez on the mat for you.
0: Yeah, probably one of the, the – he'll be top three as an incoming freshman. He's a very uh, tough kid coming in, one of our – like I said, we have, we have a lot of kids that go – we had two kids that were, came from JV last year and they placed at the state tournament this year. We have that every year. We have guys that come in as freshmen or their second and third string and they make a run the following year. So we're, very, we're always a very deep team.
1: I love it and I, I'm guessing his dad Marlon is the one that he's been man between between Shane McCall and Marlon and BB and Sentes and Nick Soda and Ricky and all these people they send me people every day like I I can't thank them enough they're like here's yeah. the phone number call him here's the phone number call him I I never imagined I thought I was just going to be doing an interview once in a while right and it's has turned to where I'm fully booked for every day. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So thanks to his dad. All right, so you've got one day available to train. Do you go to a Rumble or a clinic?
0: I'm going to Rumble. Yeah, definitely Rumble. Got to see them scrap.
1: <laughs> Who wins the rematch, Loudon Swain or Brian Shute?
0: Got to go with the defending state champ. Got to go with Shoot. <laughs>
1: You don't think you're getting that up match. again?
0: No. no right, uh, <laughs> But I, I want to point out how the guy that lost uh, 20 pounds for the, for the match is uh, a lot smaller than the defending state champ.
1: Yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, which title holds more prestige, 32 or Fargo? Uh,
0: uh, I know I'm going to get killed for this one, but it, it, you know, obviously it's 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 tougher to to win uh, Fargo if if you're if you're wrestling both tournaments meaning freestyle and Greco I think that's been overlooked if you're competing it's, it's pretty much in essence two tournaments if you're competing at both um, but I, I got to go with Super 32 uh, just I, in 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 the order of uh, Greco you know I think there's guys that are winning Greco that that don't do as well at Super 32 and, and vice versa
1: and then um, I I tried I. I try to ask this question too. How close is the uh, the knockout coming to being able to compete with those two tournaments?
0: I think you got to compare knockout to, to what it's, what it is. It's an in-season tournament. Those are, those are off-season tournaments. Uh, you got to compare it to the Ironmans and the Beast of the East. Those are the tournaments that are in, in a, a state serious uh, season. I think that's where we're, where coach Burry is probably aiming, uh, for it to be the toughest tournament, uh, like Ironman and beast and I think he's on the way, man. I don't think anybody runs a better tournament than Coach Bird. He's a, he's a great dude, and he has some of the best support in the state.
1: I can't get any of those Osceola guys on. I like them. I love Ortiz. They've all sent me the, the coach's phone number, but they're like, they're like you guys. They're like quiet in the corner. They won't come out and speak. I try to yeah. get the Bush brothers on at, at Freedom. What they're doing is amazing. Kicking yeah, them yeah. on. They're like, we just want to stay quiet in the corner. OK, all I can do is ask. So what's more dominant, a pin or a tech?
0: I'm going to go opposite. As a coach, you want team points, you got to go with the pin, man. I know everybody's, I know dominant is a tech. And, and it's it's embarrassing to lose by a tech, but as a as a coach, I want I'm shooting for all my guys to get pins, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ethan Basile said, "Yeah, if you get tech, man, you got to reevaluate your life." <laughs> <laughs>
0: not he can
1: he can say that, right? <laughs> uh, so, you prefer wings or a burger?
0: I'm a burger guy.
1: So, so if, if we were talking like. Like Cuban food, would you or Cuban coffee? Do you go like the the colada or do you go the cortadito?
0: I'm going colada. I probably have a, a whole colada to myself every every
1: morning. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, they still do like the, the the fried beef steak with the white rice and the, the French fries down there, man?
0: Of course. I, you know uh, you can find that anywhere.
1: So, so would you go like arroz con Gandules or arroz con frijoles negro? Negro, negro. Hey, people like that. I keep telling my mother-in-law that doesn't mean I don't like your Gandules. I love them, but but I grew up in Miami, and I tell people I remember my dad when I was a kid, he'd take me and get me a little bowl of white rice and black beans at the little Cuban cafes down there. So it's
0: it's it's never little. Anything anything you order from a a, a Hispanic uh, restaurant, it's gonna be. For two or three uh, meals, two or three servings.
1: Uh, and you give them $1. fifty. you think you're getting a little couple pieces of bread, and they come out with a huge Cuban loaf this long, sliced into fours, and you're just, you can yeah, we share took, with we all took, your friends.
0: That's what we actually did with Soriano uh, the last two years. We took him to a local uh, Hispanic restaurant, and he was, like, amazed by the portions. He's like, ah, we don't eat like this up here.
1: Yeah. No, and and you can find it. I, I know when I was a kid now, it's been 20 Something years since I lived down there but even when I was a kid you could find and the best places were those little hole in the wall corner spots where uh, you still sit up at the counter and mom and dad are behind there and they bring you out the big plate yeah. <laughs> and I think they know you're skipping school but you're like <laughs> don't don't tell anybody that's not this is a this is you're not supposed to skip school kids out there so don't yeah. listen to what I'm telling you but it happens every once in a while we didn't skip yeah. school we Early, we run the OJT program so we leave at noon
0: <laughs> or you got to you guys used to get to uh, to drive uh for lunch you had to leave the campus for lunch I'm sure yeah
1: that doesn't happen anymore right
0: no nah. nah, not hey. even close
1: man it's great well hey so what you guys are doing down there down south is unbelievable man I I've talked to a lot of your coaches I've got Artega, who's another South Florida coach coming on and um Man, I love to see the 305, man. I love to see them shining and everything they do. I've always been a, you know, 305 guy. I say the, the 305 made me, you know, the 407 raised me, but 305 made me, so I'm still... gotta.
0: You need a shirt like that.
1: You need a slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on my arms, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, man, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, I love everything you guys are doing, so... Like I tell people, I, I a month ago I knew about this much about wrestling and now I know about this much. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning. And I, I was talking to someone the other day and I actually – I was like, oh, yeah, that coach said this. That club does that. That coach. And I'm like, how do I know that? Oh, shoot, because I'm talking to them. So I was like, hey, I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about now.
0: <laughs> Man, so the, the, the wrestling community is great. You know, we, we've gone on trips and we've stayed at – Facilities for free just by messaging forums and chats and people saying yeah stay at our house stay at our our resting facility i know I know one time we stayed at uh, JD Robbins facility with the Jets for for two days and he didn't even charge us a dime we just slept on the mats and sleeping back yeah,
1: yeah Chaz said that he's got the gym open for you guys now when you go down there to to the Keys you can sleep in the gym
0: we used to do that when I was in high school we used to go to the Key West tournament and sleep in the gym.
1: <laughs> that's awesome man he was such a nice guy I mean, I was so happy I got to talk to him yesterday uh you know all you guys you've been down there and, and you were that generation that wrestling was really nothing and now you guys are coaching squads and you're coaching clubs and you're watching Florida compete I mean I had Pat Lugo on number one kid in the country Florida kid you know you see uh McGowan in high school, and busakis and these kids at Blair, Julian Ramirez, and um, Omio Acosta. and uh, who who did I talk to with Pat Luca, Brettley Reyna? You see, now we got the Basiles going out. I mean, there's all these Florida kids. Um,
0: yeah,
1: the, the we two have, twins uh, are going to Campbell.
0: We have two, uh, you know, two of my former wrestlers. We have a uh, Franco Valdez is in Chattanooga, UTC. And then uh, Alex Serkiza is at NC State, um, and then we had one a few years ago, Yohance Mejias. He was a two-time Division One qualifier for Oklahoma. So yeah, man, I think the more these guys get on the Division One level, guys like Pat Lugo was on the cusp of winning a national title. That's that's gonna be raising the bar for for the rest of Florida, putting us on the map.
1: And and listen, and and this is the kid that showed you you don't have to go right to Iowa. Out of high school, you can go to a smaller school like he went to and and do yeah. your thing and then <clears throat> and then get your opportunity. So um, that's what's been great about having all these NAIAs on and these Division twos on and, and these club coaches on is that I don't think the world knows the opportunities these kids have. And that's why I've been trying to do this. So and any of those Florida, any of you Florida wrestlers out there, whether you're in high school or you're in a college across the country, or you're a coach somewhere hit me up man I, I don't mind I had someone yesterday was um sending me people's numbers and I said why don't you come on and he says well I haven't done anything uh amazing yet I'm like well do you have a good story did, did what does wrestling mean to you what has it meant to you and he says it means the world to me without it I'd be on the street or something. I said well then you you can come on I don't care if you've won a state championship or not let's talk I love it.
0: Yeah, it makes us that's what makes us one and the same is this sport.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, man. Well, hey, you take it easy, man. And hopefully the next time I'm down in South Florida, I can hit you up for a colada.
0: Yeah, anytime come by to our club. All right.
1: Yeah, man, I'd love it. I'll bring down my son. you know, hopefully we, we get to where the clubs can open up again. I've got um uh, I've got the coach at um Dale Cody coming on next week uh, to talk with talk about the USA rules and what to do to open up and things like that and what they're doing. So that should be good for all you guys to hear.
0: Yeah, I uh, think I just saw, I saw on the news we're we're in a phase one now, starting next week, uh, Broward yeah. and Dade County. And, I mean, he
1: you know, sent me 30 like 38 up. pages, but I was like, I'm not reading 38 pages. Want to come on? <laughs> I guess I was a coach, I'd read the 38 pages, but I'm not have to do that you're gonna,
0: you're gonna you're gonna get a you're gonna get a lot of questions that day for to be answered online
1: yeah that's cool that's like when, when I do ask the ref man I want people to you know I'm hoping during the season and when wrestling starts and I'm still doing ask the ref that's when we get some like videos on that he can break down and well, some people will like what he has to say and some people won't right yeah <laughs> so but I think it'll be better for the sport that you know, whether it's a, a ref that made a mistake and gets called out or it's a coach or a parent that is just acting ridiculous and was wrong. I think it's going to humble people. So it'll be fun to watch and learn the rules. If you're going to complain, that's what I got to yeah. say. If You're going to complain about a call. Know that that is a rule or not a rule.
0: <laughs> yeah, As a coach, you love to get the text messages from parents and, and when you're in the corner of the mat. Right? and. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that was two, why didn't you argue that? Or and you shake oh, yeah. your head and say,
1: Oh yeah, I, I remember, uh, well, you're a baseball kid obviously with your brother. Um, and I remember the little league signs used to say if you feel like you can do it better, volunteer.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. you're welcome to come volunteer if you think you can coach them better. <laughs> yeah,
0: every, right. Everybody can, everyone's a coach. You just gotta get them a whistle.
1: Yeah, I've learned the hard way. I was yelling at Daniel and and I had to learn the hard way. So I've been getting better and I stay up in the stands. So, all right, man. Peace. Hey, uh, Appreciate thanks for everything you're doing and I look forward to meeting you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate everything.
1: All right.